Welcome to the Synergy Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Gallagher, and today we're going to be talking about our health halos. Now, these are just different aspects of health and fitness that we've deemed is to be important. I've spoken about these for years um, in different forms and variations, and I've kind of settled on what I believe our main health halo should be, what we should be focusing on, and how that's going to give us the best output in terms of our health, our fitness longevity and just essentially making us feel good as much uh, as possible over time. Now obviously what are the health halos? We have the sort of five main ones that we talk about and the first one is nutrition, then we have exercise, then we have hydration, then we have sleep and then we have mental health as well. Now again starting from again the first one which was nutrition, just looking at that in, in various aspects of it, breaking it down a little bit more, uh, what is nutrition, what does it look like for you and obviously what are we looking for out of that as well. And the first part of it is energy balance essentially, whether we're looking to lose body fat, whether we're looking to maintain our body weight or whether we're looking to increase our body weight if we're looking to put on muscle for example. So just deciding what that looks like for you is the, the sort of first requirement if you are again looking at lose fat you're going to try and be in a calorie deficit so your energy balance is going to be in a negative uh, if you're looking to maintain your weight you're going to try and have a, a calorie intake of a day that is going to maintain that weight and again we can work that out in different uh, ways but again just deciding what that goal is going to be is going to be the first part of the equation so once we've determined our energy balance and what we're looking for we then want to think about things like protein intake micronutrients and macronutrients obviously protein being one of those macronutrients and, and making sure we're getting adequate protein intake is that's going to help the body again work sufficiently we're going to help with growth and recovery and all these different things that happen within the body that protein is useful for uh, and also make sure we get a minimum requirement of that and again that can be something that we can we can target and we can set a goal for um, but just making sure we're aware of that and there's different ways of doing it like there is for again energy balances and energy deficits or surpluses the other thing is micronutrients which we're thinking about vegetable intake and fruit intake and where are we going to get our nutrients from what part of our diet is made up from these foods and um, we want to have a variety of those in as well we're thinking from different uh, colors from different types just so we're not eating the same things all the time and obviously getting the same nutrients we want to have a, a variation in there so we're just not getting the same thing all the time and again a good way to use that as i mentioned before is, is just different types different colors simply uh, and then the same goes with uh, fruits as well now obviously all that being said energy balance protein intake micronutrient intake and then you've obviously got carbohydrates and fat as well which is going to be kind of more um, balanced out between again generally what you need at the time what your preferences are again they can fluctuate a bit more which is fine but regardless of what we're doing we need to find a sustainable and flexible approach to nutrition and that comes down to things like your lifestyle your work your family situation your again waking and, and sleeping times your um, preferences and again, it's just finding what works for you. You're going to have three meals a day. You're going to have four meals a day. What times a day are you going to eat that make it, again, easy for you to fit in? Uh, and at the same time, that needs to be flexible as well because there'll be days where things just don't go according to plan. So if we've got options there that we can use that make it still easy enough for us to consume the right amount of food, the right amount of protein, for example, and still get a variation of nutrients in there across the day. So uh, nutrition is obviously a big one in terms of the, the different, different aspects of it. But we're just finding a way that works for you uh, and getting maybe a bit more dialed in on things like, right, what is my goal? What is my energy balance going to look like? So what does that mean my calories look like for the day? 
you don't necessarily have to track calories obviously to make it a priority it's just again if you're going to go down the maybe portion size route and you think right well what does a portion of 500 calories look like and what does that contain protein wise and obviously how can i make the rest of that meal up with vegetables or carbohydrates or fats or whatever the case may be so it's just finding out what works for you and there's there's lots of different strategies for doing that it's just figuring out what your focus is in the first place Healthy level number two is exercise. Now again, a bit like nutrition, this is quite a, a big one in terms of the different facets of it, different ways of looking at it. And we like to break it down into a few variations in it, or a few different parts of it. And strength training is going to be the, the first part we're going to talk about. And not everybody does some form of strength training as much as we would like that to be the case. Um, and this could be as simple as your own body weight, like re 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 the resistance, sorry, of your own body weight. And using that, um, that could be at home with... Um, push-ups and squats and all these different exercises we can do without any different weight you could obviously go to a gym and do some form of strength training that could involve dumbbells or kettlebells or barbells uh, and obviously do it that way but making that a part of your routine if you don't already is something that's again in terms of aging we want to hold on to as much muscle mass uh, as we can as we age we think about um sort of bone density we want to hold on to all these things that mean we're going to be as well functioning as possible as we move into our 50s 60s 70s and 80s and obviously try and create that longevity they were looking for over time and obviously doing the right things now to help that and strength training is going to be a massive part of that uh, that could be minimum of two times a week for example uh, if you can only get one session in a week that's better than nothing so just trying to maybe introduce that into your your routine if you don't already if you're doing that two or three two or three times a week as it is the key would just be to try and maintain um, progress within that and thinking about, right, well, how can I progress in terms of maybe progressive overload, picking up a, a slightly heavier weight over time and then changing the stimulus, whether that be different amount of reps or different amount of sets, different amount of weight, different uh, slight variation to the exercise. And um, we can challenge ourselves in different ways to, again, make it progressive, but also make it um, fun and interesting as well. So on top of the strength training side of things, you've got then endurance, which uh, could be done in the form of running, cycling, swimming, whatever the case may be. So that essentially that you've got the two ends of the spectrum, then you've got the strength training, you've got the endurance side of it as well. And trying to balance those two out is, is obviously not, not always easy time-wise, but um, factoring that into your week as well. Um, and for some people, this could be as much as just a, a, a walk and the... Uh, anywhere obviously but it could be a walk that just means you're being active so just general activity rather than making it a focus of a specific run or a, a cycle or a swim for example is the even a road machine in the gym there's different machines you can use obviously to get that same stimulus but trying to factor in that a couple of times a week as well as your strength training so just take a nice example if we had two strength training sessions a week and we then had two again decent endurance sessions or general activity sessions like a walk or a run or a bike ride um that would be a nice sort of um, balance to the week and we just show that we're getting a bit of everything in terms of our cardiovascular system working we're building strength we're maintaining muscle mass over time uh, and just making sure we're ticking all the boxes on that front if we are obviously doing this a lot in terms of strength training endurance general activity then we obviously need to think of recovery as well and I've kind of put that under the exercise uh, health halo just to, to make sure we cover it in the sense that some of these other health halos tie in like nutrition is a form of recovery, sleep is a form of recovery, hydration, mobility, all these different things that we have and, and just making sure that we train in a way that's effective and progressive 
but knowing that sometimes we need maybe need to take the foot off the gas a little bit, have some downtime, some rest periods, so we're not overdoing it. And that'll kind of depend on you as an individual and where you're at. If you're not really doing anything at this point in time, then ramping it up um, to include more strength training, be a bit more uh, efficient with your uh, general activity or endurance exercises, cardiovascular um, stuff would be obviously would be totally fine. But if you're somebody that's going pretty hard and, and doing this stuff regularly, it's just remembering to factor in that recovery as well. And sometimes we need to listen to our bodies so we're not overdoing it as such. So that's just something to remember. Um, we then have the other health levels that we mentioned at the start, which is sleep. Um, now, sleep is a massive one for me, and it's something that I think a lot of people neglect. Uh, and I know it can be hard if you're on a, a shift pattern, that, again, night shifts and day shifts, and it's swapping over and it's, it's upside down some of the times. It can be hard to, to get a, a sustainable sleep pattern and habits and routine set in place. If you are able to, um, making sure that we can go to bed at the same time most nights, or again, that'll maybe change from time to time if we've got something on, but making sure we have a sort of set sleep time and wake time again i know it's sometimes when you lie in on the weekends but if we can get that again the, the general consensus of a seven to nine hour sleep uh over the course of a week and you know i know factors in things like kids and obviously illness and all these things that maybe knock your sleep stress these kind of things um but making it a priority and rather just mm, thinking i'm I just going to bed when i go to bed and i get up when i get up thinking about it more not as a game as such but thinking how can i improve my sleep quality and quantity am i getting enough sleep for one and obviously how is that sleep overnight is am i being woke awake a couple of times am i being woken up by something else am i just naturally waking up a few times um how can we combat that in the sense that is the room dark enough is the room cool enough are we kind of allowing ourselves a little time before bed to shut off and, and take some time to to wind down and maybe lowering the lights maybe not being on our phone as much, maybe doing some reading, a hot bath, these kind of things that can help aid and benefit sleep. As well as I mentioned before, the consistent sleep times and, and wake up times, going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time and giving yourself that sufficient amount of time to actually be in bed to get a sufficient amount of sleep. So I definitely think that's a priority and something we should be focusing on massively. And, and obviously people talk about nutrition, they talk about training and exercise, but sleep, if you can be more efficient with your sleep, you're going to have more energy, you're going to feel better, you're going to perform better. And generally that's just going to help with everything else. Uh, the next one was the hydration. Uh, and obviously making sure we're hydrated Again, talking about water intake till we're blue in the face and, and that kind of old adage of getting two litres a day of water in and that may be slightly less if you, again, the bigger we are, the more water we need, the smaller we are, the less we need. But again, using that maybe one to five, 1.5 litres to, to two and a half as a, as a guide uh, could be useful in the sense that the majority of our intake we want to come from, from water and if that's slightly diluted and it means you can get it in, that's fine. If it means it's some some of that is made up from your, your tea or your coffee of the day, that's fine. It's just making sure we get a sufficient amount of hydration, especially if we're exercising regularly. We want to um, keep things moving within the body and keep that balanced out and hydration is a key part of that. And they say that if you are dehydrated, it can also knock your, your performance and just how we generally feel quite a significant amount. And I think not a lot of people consider that. And whether it's worth not getting enough sleep so we're then uh trying to catch up with things like energy drinks and, and boost ourselves through whether it's a monster or a red bull whatever the case may be um rather than being sufficiently um 
I was going to say tired, but not tired due to enough sleep, and then sufficiently hydrated by drinking enough water over the course of the day. It's amazing how much better that can make you feel. Um, so just being conscious of those two, out with the normal ones of exercise and nutrition, I think water and sleep could play a massive part in, in how good we feel uh, and what we can, the benefits we can see from that. So that's definitely something we should be keeping in mind. Mental health was the last one. Um, I, do, I do have a little bonus one to talk about, but mental health is... Um, it's obviously a, a massive topic these days and, and obviously people are um, a lot more conscious of it and obviously whether you call it stress, whether you call it anxiety, whether you just generally have so much going on in your head that it's hard to kind of um, mainly get a break from things, we've got to find ways and strategies that can um, can lend themselves to some quiet time, maybe some alone time, just again get your thoughts in order, whether it's again doubling up your activity with going for a walk, with just you, like no headphones, no music, no podcast, no nothing, and just again getting some mental space for a bit of time, and that could be done through a form of meditation, as I mentioned there, a walk where just on your own and, and or even talking to somebody, um, talking to somebody just to, to hash things out a little bit and get your thoughts out of your own head can be beneficial as well. Um, and I think in the modern world, we, we, things are so busy, we've got so much going on. There's always something grasping for our attention, whether that be people or whether that be work or whether that be um kids and family whether that be again social media the, our phones like all these things factor into us um our time being taken up our thoughts being taken up by different things so actually getting some time to to not have to think about everything and, and just kind of focusing on maybe one or two things uh, and obviously just taking a break from it all can be massively beneficial and i think factoring that in of a week is important i think we don't probably allow ourselves that time we just get to a point where we get too stressed and too high and then we have to crash back down again and we kind of lose it for a bit and then kind of come back down and think jeez oh, I just took all got too much for me which again is totally understandable when things are when things are full on but how do we factor that and kind of almost preempting it by doing these things that are going to prevent that anyway so we'll factor in the weekly walk with our best friend to just unload and, and get a catch up we factored in going for a walk myself on a, a Saturday morning just to clear my head and see how things are kind of shaping up a week even before you set off into the next week and these things can be massively beneficial as I mentioned before so as much as uh, mental health is obviously not my specialist subject uh, it's just a case of being aware of it uh, and if you do need to take some time for yourself or you do need to talk to somebody i think it's massively important so just bearing that in mind and doing something about it rather than just letting it fester can be can be really really helpful so just keep that in mind uh the last one was a, a little bonus one and i didn't actually mention it at the start i did mention it in the exercise side of things in terms of recovery and that was mobility now this is one that people we try to get people to do all the time and they do it for a little bit realize how good it is and sometimes stick to it or they just, some people just can't make time for it and seem to fit it in other schedules, which, again, out of all the ones I've mentioned, it's, it is important, but again, we've obviously got a lot to consider there in terms of our health halos, and it's hard to fit everything in, which I fully understand. Um, but mobility is a, a thing that, again, you feel great for it afterwards at the time, and it could be just five, ten minutes, just some, some stretching, some movement, some, some planned mobility routines that just, again, move all the different joints of the body, get you moving. If you've got any specific areas that are stiff or tight or sore, then they could help with that as well. And I think, I say this quite a lot, it's just remembering how good these things make you feel. Like, you're like, oh, I've not got time to do that today, I've, I've not got ten minutes. And obviously if things are a big enough priority, we'll make time for them, but... 
again, just remember how good it makes you feel. If you've, I think I always find this myself that when I'm sore and I've got something that's maybe working on me, the last thing I want to do is probably move it and get it less sore as much as I know that'll help. I, I think, oh, I just kind of not doing anything, that'll go away. But inevitably, it always kind of lingers a bit longer or, or comes back. So I think just taking the time to it could be a yoga routine off of youtube um it could be any i mean there's tons of these types of videos and stuff online these days but just moving a little bit more again taking some time to put yourself in different different positions especially if we're sitting all day and we're obviously not very active at work then these little mobility routines can help just kind of take that stiffness away gets it moving a bit more freely and a little bit less um a little bit more sorry pain free um, so mobility is definitely one that we should be focusing on uh, and I think a lot of people neglect simply because potentially they've never done it before um, or they don't know what routines to do, what exercise to do but the, with the information we've got out there these days it's it's easy to get into um, to those sorts of routines and habits again just 5 minutes, 10 minutes in the morning if you maybe get up for a day and feel good after that or even before going to bed and that could help again with the sleep side of things in terms of winding down for the day and making us feel a little bit more ready to relax and get ourselves to sleep. So those are the health halos just to, to go over them again. We had nutrition and exercise, which are both kind of complex and they're obviously breakdown with different facets of if it's energy balance, protein intake, strength training, uh, cardiovascular exercise. There's a lot of things there and obviously to do them all and get them all kind of all the plates spin at the same time, not necessarily easy, but um, I think just picking one or two and working on those and then keep tweaking and refining them as you go along uh, and defining wh which way works for you. Uh, as I said in the nutrition side of things, it's got to be sustainable, it's got to be flexible uh, and an approach that works for you and your lifestyle. So just remembering that and we're not going to have it all figured out right away, but uh, over time we can definitely make things better uh, and improve our health and fitness by focusing on these health halos and making sure we are looking after ourselves. Um, so going back to them, we had nutrition and exercise, we had hydration, we had sleep, we had mental health and we had a little bonus one there at the end which was mobility. So yeah, just even if that makes you think about them a little bit more uh, and what areas you're maybe neglecting or could uh, focus on a little bit more to improve them, then that's great. Uh, if you've got any questions about them, just fire them over to me. Uh, you can always get me at mark at synergy-performance.co.uk if you do have any questions. But other than that, that is me finished for today in terms of talking about the health halos. And we'll be back for the next episode. But until then, stay strong and I will speak to you soon.